Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it. Um, today's game, uh, Wario's Wordle. Wario, which was <laughs> yeah, it was just bought by the New York Times. See, and yellow makes sense. He's like, he's like, no, 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 <laughs> not there. Welcome to the Retrograde the podcast where we remind you what you used to love and whether or not you still should. I'm Andrew Bascom, and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Wikey Aaronworth. <laughs> oh, sorry, can I say that again? Of course. Wikey Aaron Mirth. Aaron Mirth. Because I gotta flip the W's and flip the M's, baby. Right. Yes, because it's not it's not a W on his hat, it's an upside down M. It's an upside down M. Yes. So I mean, is it though? But I mean, what is a W if not an upside down M, Andrew? Okay. You know what? I uh, you got me. That is Mikey Aaronworth. And we are back for another week of the Retrograde Podcast. That's true. Yeah, we were basically before we recorded just uh quoting memes to each other. Yes. TikTok memes. Uncle Joms. Uncle Joms. It's it's funny that our life has become wasn't it fun to just pass the time on the internet with some fun things? And then it was like then we got back in person and no one knows how to socialize anymore. And they're just like now repeating things back to each other. <laughs> well, do you ever notice that uh, most conversations that we have these days, mm-hmm. pre, pre-pandemic and probably currently now, yeah, um, they always devolve into the TV shows that we're watching. Yes. What, what else watching? is there to talk about? What I, did we talk about before TV? I'm, that's an honest question. What well, did we talk about? I'm glad you're talking about this because I, I assume politics, but that's become like the third rail now that we, no one has, a, no one wants to hide how they feel anymore. Yes. So they're like, you know what? Let them die. And you're like, okay, let's talk about something else. Uh, <laughs> is it, is it every time I watch like an older movie, uh, like I was watching, I, I'm an asshole. So I have the Criterion Collection. Yeah. Because uh, that's who I am. Okay. And uh, there's an Alfred Hitchcock whole whole Love thing, Hitchcock. right? And so Rope is on there, which is a really cool all That's movie. the one shot or, or a, yes, a, supposed to appear to be one shot. Good. Yes, yeah. it is. And so it's like shot like a play, right? right? Like a lot of old stuff is. And it's about dinner party. And I remember leaning over to my uh, player one and I'm going like, dinner parties? <laughs> right. Could you imagine? <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, we have friends. And it's like, we, have, we, we live in a, a big urban sprawl thing. So like most of my friends live in apartments and condos right. and stuff like that. And it's, so it's not an economic thing and it's not a space thing. I just couldn't imagine somebody like, hey, do you just want to come over for dinner? Six other couples are coming. I'm like, no. no. This sounds awful. That's the thing. Wait, everyone brings their own bottle of uh, wine. <laughs> Ugh, get out of here. This sounds terrible. <laughs> well, you know what also sounds terrible? What's that? A gaming podcast that isn't going to talk about oh, video right, games because course. I've got a ton of video game stuff to catch up on. It's been a while. We mm-hmm. had a, a good run of episodes between Jackass yes. and, and Banjo-Kazooie where all we talked about was the topic of that week. And we're going to do that with today's game, yes. Wario's Woods. And now, first of all, if you're new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. What's Typically, up? what we do is take a look back at the games that we used to play when we were kids, usually something we had an affinity towards one way or another. Rate and review the game as we remember it when we played it out of four bits. Then we play the game, rate and review the game as it holds up in the modern day against like some modern games but before we get to that mm. let's talk a little bit of video games for a little oh, while that's a great idea um i would love to keep everyone up to date on what i've been been getting up to please i've actually had some time to separate myself from overwatch and i know i've said this a lot of times before yeah our our 200th episode is coming up soon it's actually coming up next week <laughs> yeah. and if anyone is really bored at home and wants to count the number of times that mikey has said something like that you might get to 80 something but this is actually i'm going on a few weeks with like an hour of overwatch under my belt and I've been I've been conscious in the last few weeks. You have less than an hour of overwatch. I would say I have about an hour over the last two weeks. Really? Yeah, oh, no, I thought you were going to be like less than an hour. 
a day. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, because I'm consciously trying to play new games and expand. Okay. I finally got my hands on an Xbox Series X. Wow. Can I tell this story no, on the podcast? Please. This is a story that I've been sitting on that I didn't want to tell. Oh. And you'll, you'll know why in a little bit. Okay, I can't wait to hear it. First of all, I've been trying to get an Xbox Series X since it came out. Right. But I made a promise to myself that I would not give in to this this drama of trying to track one down and find it online and be up late and line up at stores. Yeah. I said, I'm not going to get one until I can walk in a store and grab it. Such drama. With it, It's just, just it's Johnny just, all over again. I, <laughs> and you're not here for the drama. I'm not here for the drama. You're not here to make friends. I, I, don't, I don't know how to do that in the first place. Right, exactly. Why would I start now <laughs> at 33 years old? Um, so finally, uh, around Christmas time last year, mm. 2021, uh, which is technically last year. Yes. Uh, my parents and, and family like, what do you want? Blah, blah, blah. And I gave them just a, a bunch of things. And, and I was like, hey, if you can find an Xbox Series X, that'd be cool as yeah. shit. Not yeah. expecting anything. And they actually said afterwards, like, we tried to find it. And we couldn't oh. find it. We came close. We didn't get it. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Really nice of you to even try. Thank you. My birthday's in February, month after Christmas. No one's asking me what I want. No one's asking me what what kind of like they can get for me. Not my brother, sister, no how you're doing. No one even knows it's my birthday. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe they found an Xbox and they haven't told me or asked me for anything because that's what they're getting me. In that time, two weeks before my birthday, I walk into an EB Games and I'm like, any chance you got an Xbox Series X? And they do. Yeah. So EB I'm Games like, is like a GameStop. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's the uh, Canadian affiliate of, of GameStop. Thank you. And so I grab it. I grab the Xbox Series X. Wow. I buy it. Wow. And I'm like, I have it. I, I stayed true to my word. I walked into a store. They had it. I picked it up, got home. You're a man of your word. I'm a man of my word. You are. But I'm also a man of principle. Mm -hmm. And I don't like buying myself things two weeks before my birthday because right. if someone else gets it, that's such a letdown. Absolutely. And especially because I wanted, if, if, if my family did find it for me, I wanted them to be like, hey, We'd got you the thing, and so I would have been like, I was looking all yeah, over yeah, and this and that, yeah. and I wanted them to take the credit and everything. So I put my Xbox in my spare room, sealed in the bag, receipt in there, didn't tell anyone about it, right. because I figured if my birthday comes up and they got it for me, great, I'm just going to wait for the birthday. And and if, if I get it, I'm not telling this story at all. Not telling it on the podcast, because sometimes my family listens to the podcast, and I wanted them to think that they, they, they got it for me. Absolutely. Turns out my family is a sack of shit. What? Huh? Why? Why? They're a what? pile of human trash. Well, this is not who how I didn't even coming. try to get me an Xbox Series X for my birthday. What'd they get you? A coupon, a book of hugs? A book of hugs <laughs> and one free massage, which was really nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. My family's amazing, but but that wasn't in the cards. Where we're, we're, we That's we did other things at the House of Cards. Uh, they got me a Kevin Spacey blow up doll. <laughs> It says ages 14 and up, which oh, is convenient. That's, that's, well, at least it's on brand. Ages 14 to 16. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's an age maximum There's on an this. age maximum on the Kevin Spacey belt. Okay. So anyway. Allegedly. I've, allegedly, yeah, thank you. Let's be frank, though. We know the truth now. Yeah. Um, uh, so I've been playing my Xbox Series X. Mm. I've, I've busted that open. Uh, uh, I've, I, I'm happy to have it. I'm happy. I could tell this story on the podcast yeah. about my patience and resilience with a sealed <laughs> Xbox series X in my room without opening it or playing it for two you, weeks as two well. Two weeks and you didn't do it. So now that you've opened it worth the wait, super underwhelming. <laughs> really? I'm dead serious, man. I'm oh, dead serious. I did not see this coming. It's, it, look, I'm glad I have it 
but I've never been so underwhelmed at the jump from one console to another. Wow. And that, I think, is on brand. You know, we talk about what Microsoft's doing. You and I had a good long conversation yes. about Microsoft's acquisition of Blizzard. Riley Little, who was on the podcast last week. Uh, who actually knows what he's talking about. Very much knows what he's talking <laughs> about. Uh, brought up the idea of Microsoft trying to acquire so much around the landscape of the, of the, the gaming right. industry so that they can convince Sony to put their uh, Game Pass on their PlayStation consoles. Mm -hmm. So I'm starting to think like Microsoft is very much, it seems to me, pulling away from the hardware realm of things. For sure. In the same way where like they released HD DVD to compete with Sony's Blu-ray, yes. almost to kind of buy them time to go more digital and just say like, Sony, dump a bunch of money into that. You're going to win Blu-ray. We know. We're not going to like bump HD DVD that much. And it seems like that's what the Xbox Series X is as well. Right. It plays 4K. It's got an, a solid state drive. It's It's got better graphics, uh, allegedly, than than what the, the, the regular Xbox has. I know it does more processing power, et cetera. But you can play all that on the on the, the your PC as well with Game Pass. Like oh, Halo yeah, yeah. Infinite, for example. Yeah, right. I could have been playing that on, on my PC. Mm -hmm. So it's strange now to just have a box with like the exact same interface as the Xbox One. It's the exact same interface? It's basically to a T. Oh my God. The, the a controller that feels almost exactly the same. A lot of people really like it. I personally haven't noticed much of a difference. Okay. Um, and, and I'm sitting there, I'm like, I have it. It, play, it, it goes wow. to 4K, which my Xbox One didn't have. And that's good. But apart from that, it feels like more of the same, which is a little bit disappointing. Yeah. And I'm sure there's room to grow. But that initial shock and awe, like when I got the PlayStation 5, yes. wasn't there. Uh, and this is not to throw shade. Uh, I like both consoles. I have both consoles. But right now, I'm a little bit underwhelmed. Wow. That's very interesting. Yeah. I was thinking about getting the Xbox just to be like, feeling like contrarian. But I do appreciate that this new console thing, you know, go back to the story with your family, mm -hmm. is kind of like a golden ticket in Willy Wonka. But except at the end, you still had to pay for the tour of the factory. Yes. <laughs> like it's like, Congratulations, you get to drop $700. Yes, I found one, I found one. Do I get it? Like, yeah, do you have $700? Like, what? Uh, I guess I got to get more grandparents to live in my bedroom. I yeah, don't know what's yeah. going on. Like the yeah. price is right. It's like, you win a new car and that price tag is yours to cover. And you can do it over the next yes. 46 months or so. But yeah. What a truly strange system that we've developed in getting new consoles. It's bizarre. I'm glad you got it though. I am too. Honestly, I am. I'm happy I have yeah. it. I've been playing some Halo Infinite, which has been great. Everyone's great. been telling me how great it is. It it reminds me very much of the original Halo, oh, which is what good. I wanted. Granted, it's open world. Um, my relationship to open world games and like looking at the map and saying, this thing is here. I'm going to go like check that off instead of paying attention to the main story. Very, very finicky, my relationship yes, to open world I games. But so. I'm, I'm, I'm learning to embrace it and just enjoy stewing it a bit. What, what have you been playing lately? I, uh, yeah, I've been playing just more of the same. I can't get over my bullshit, guys. Bullshit. Uh, lots of NBA 2K. Uh, I've, I've just, uh, I'm just about to finish, um, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, excuse me. Oh, just, just in time. Just in for, time. Yeah. yeah. So we're recording this just before the, the launch of the game. Horizon uh, Forbidden West, So baby. I probably will be getting that. Hey, someone explain to me why Aloy has a beard. Oh, do you saw that? Yeah, that's the stupidest thing ever. It's the stupidest thing in the world. It's the stupidest it's, it's thing. It's a 14-year-old that has never been close enough to a woman's face to know that, yeah, of course they have peach fuzz because it's a human body. Well, like it's <laughs> so if you don't know what we're talking about, and the, I think it's the cover art or some of the release. I think it was one of the, one of the trailers. Yeah, One of the trailers. Uh, 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 I keep Aloy. saying Aloy. Aloy, Aloy yeah. thank you very much. I play the game and I'm like, <laughs> Aloy. And I'm like, fuck it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that's how I know I'm getting old because it's just like, well, that's the way I'm going to say it. <laughs> I don't care. And That's me and Bo Rat. Yeah. yeah. 
And you and Mario. Yeah, Mario. I'm doing well with that. I, I'm, I'm getting better. I, I said in a coffee shop the other day, I was like, oh, I'm going to go play some Mario or like say, I, yeah. and I was like, and I realized I've been saying it Mario this whole time. And every single person in the coffee shop turned to me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, that's like, you know, of course it's Mario because it's not Wario. Yes. It's Wario. Yes. You know, there's like, clearly there's a big difference yeah, of course. between those two things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, like if you didn't see this, I don't really feel like getting into this. This is so stupid, but like that, that, uh, the character had a little bit of like hair, like, you know, strands going down that like was growing just on the side of her and, uh, and peach, beard. peach fuzz on yeah. her, on her face. And they're like, yeah. oh, she has a beard. And yeah. you're like, <laughs> she's not a doll. <laughs> like, she's a human being. And they're like, she's fat now. And it's like, excuse <laughs> Wait, is that the other one? That's the other one. It's like, oh, oh you're making, you're making Aloy fat and hairy. And I'm like, first of all. It's post-apocalypse. Like, Second of all, I don't know who you are, but that's rich coming from you. Yes, that's the thing. I, <laughs> I have a new idiot. rule. I have a new rule, okay? Bill Maher. Okay, new here. rules. Yeah, new rules. Person. If you criticize Aloy's weight, uh, you have to post a photo of yourself yes. at that moment. Yes. The last meal you had. Yes. And your exercise routine. And, and if, even if all of those three are impressive, we still get to shit all over you. No, 100%. And a video of you fighting a robot. Yes. So. <laughs> That's what it is. That's the rules. Those are the rules. That's we don't make them, guys. We don't make them. Those are the rules. We don't make them. Hey, I wanna I wanna talk about speaking of fighting. I wanna talk about some of your biggest nemeses. Nemeses? Nemesis? Nemesi yeah. in the world. Because we're doing Wario's Woods today. Mm. And Wario is uh an oft shat on character uh in, in the realm of Nintendo. Like in terms of his is that true? he's a he's a villain. Well, he's, he's all, a villain. Okay, so he's, um, he's vilified. But I think he's he's very beloved. He's kind of an anti-hero in a, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think we like to have a lot of fun with him. Here's my question, though. Is Wario actually a shithead, or is this just inferred? I don't know. Yeah, do we need a Wario backstory to find <laughs> out that his like parents were burned down by a plumber, and now he's got, like... <laughs> You know, a huge vendetta against him. It's funny where Wario is like, he's just kind of there. This scamp. He's this a scamp. Guy. Where he's like, Bowser, like, that fucking lizard's evil. I've seen him kidnap a princess before. Constantly and thoroughly. Constantly and thoroughly. <laughs> I think I think we need a refresher though, because it is, I think he, Wario's first appearance was in Super Mario Land 2, where Mario, Mario, Ooh, went, to, went away yeah. on like vacation or something. Yeah. And he, Wario showed he up. He deserved a break. Yeah. He's been stomping on turtles for too long. <laughs> Tired. Way too long. Yeah. And Wario came in and like tried to take over the Mushroom Kingdom by putting right. everyone under a spell. Pretty villainous. That's pretty villainous. Very duplicitous. <laughs> yes, super duplicitous. <laughs> but the but since then we haven't really seen much in the realm of Wario being a shithead. Maybe he learned his lesson. No, it's more like I'm gonna show up to this tennis match. Yeah. Like little things like that. Like oh god, you know who they hate to join them in a foursome of Mario Golf. Wario. Wario. And he's just like, ha, ha, I'm here. Like, yeah, yeah, being that real like pompous asshole. That was a long time ago. It's funny that Waluigi has kind of taken a lot of his steam. Where like mm. Waluigi became a darling of the internet because of his meme factor, because he's lanky and weird looking. And hey, uh, why do you think I've had so much success about this guy? That's my partner right there. <laughs> We're a real Wario and the Waluigi <laughs> of the podcasting world. Uh, yeah, so like he just who is Wario? Where does he stand? You know? Uh, that's a good question because I know that there is a backstory for Wario. I was being a little bit facetious, oh. but but is there one for Waluigi? I honestly don't know what his first appearance is, um, <laughs> but I do know that he is, they try, they, it was like when Shawn Michaels turned heel and everyone loved him for it. Loved it. That's Waluigi. Amazing. And Waluigi has po posed in Playgirl as well. According to all the memes I've seen online. Is that true? Have is you Waluigi not seen more popular than Luigi? 
uh, more beloved for sure. Yeah. Luigi is just shot on. Luigi is the Marty Jannetty of, of the, of yes, the he got kicked through the barbershop window. Through the barbershop window. <laughs> <laughs> a reference that I don't know if you get it, you loved it. But if you don't, I don't, don't worry about it. Oh, so most references that we have <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. Um, I think the viewers at home, if you're watching over on YouTube, first of all, if you haven't seen us on YouTube, full episodes available there. You also get to watch some of the gameplay there. Um, if you're watching, I've got this little sound foamy sound thing beside me mm-hmm. that keeps falling off. And I, I keep off. noticing it's fallen. It's a fun drinking game at home. Every time I drink, Every time off, I take it a drink. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pop it back it's up there just so I sound better, even though I don't think it's making much of a difference. <laughs> it's more about the symmetry for me. Um, but I have, I have this question, Andrew, before we get into the game Wario's woods, I want to talk about the idea of anti-heroes okay. and, and villains in gaming because this is a weird entry for wario yeah it's a puzzle game it's a falling tile game yeah and i feel like they're misusing his potential but sure that was nintendo at an early day trying like yoshi had his own game yes and it was a puzzle game it was a puzzle game you know these things happen when when mario went to medical school he got a you got a you got a puzzle game dr mario yes exactly yeah uh and and this actually this game when we get into the details is is pretty similar to dr mario (laughs) dr mario jesus Jesus what is wrong with you today i I think maybe it has been my issue all along okay good um as as are most i'm much more comfortable just blaming you yeah Yeah. of course so i want to i want to start talking about some of your favorite anti-heroes in Mm. gaming and you know let's talk about maybe the sean michael things mm-hmm. or, or because because everyone loves wario or waluigi and yep. maybe that wasn't the intention but he's a darling now right what are some other nemeses in games and what are some of the games that you would envision them in can we go can we go over that oh that's interesting okay yeah i'd love to um so i my mind immediately goes to one of my favorite games of all time yeah bioshock bioshock right so i i think about oh you my know God. so i think first of all the main nemesis in this one is is the big daddy, mm-hmm. right? That's the one on the cover art. That's the one that you see immediately when right. you get down to Rapture. You know, it's, it's, I'd like to see Big Daddy. Why hasn't Big Daddy made an appearance in Mortal Kombat yet? Oh, you my have, dude, that would be amazing. Right? You have Terminator in there. You have, you know, whatever, Rambo. Why not a Big Daddy? That would be phenomenal. And I would say licensing, but, you know, Mortal Kombat's had so many, and especially that realm. You get into, like, the DC universe. Yeah. They got the Ninja Turtles in there. They've got, like, naturally. they're, they're, they're naturally, <laughs> yeah. of course. You got to have the Ninja you gotta, Turtles. Hey, listen, if Batman's in there, the Ninja Turtles have to be there because we know that they exist in the same world. Um, I, I love that idea. Mm. Big Daddy in Mortal Kombat, I could imagine that his uh, finishing moves would be oh, outstanding. That drill? Come on. That drill, exactly. Or a little girl sucks the life out of you. <laughs> Get him! <laughs> Big Daddies could also probably be, uh, you could have like a like a, a, a uh, an escort mission with the little sisters. That's like true. Your, I would love a mini game in, in an upcoming Bioshock game where yeah. you're protecting the little sister from the player character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also a dating sim for big daddies. Oh, they look lonely. Come <laughs> they look on. so lonely. They, they, they are. I think they're like Stockholm Syndrome-esque. You oh, know, yeah. Of like, yeah. That's, it's sad, but it's good. You know, it's funny. We're talking about Bioshock and the other one that I was thinking about is so like Andrew Ryan's an interesting character. Yes. Right? And that you is- You just say that because your first name is the same as his. I'm not you. You're a big like Mikey <laughs> stick together kind of guy. <laughs> Andrew's a pretty popular name. And so like, I'm like, there's a lot of assholes, Andrews. Uh, whereas like, you're like, no, <laughs> Mikey's are all good. Um, So is, uh, is that, uh, no, I was gonna say Andrew Ryan, some kind of like story about his life and the growing up of Rapture. Dude, I would f- love that. And like what forced him to do this? Cause like, he doesn't see, like, you know, a lot of people, you're always the hero of your own story, right? Sure. He doesn't see himself as a villain. No. He sees himself as a tremendous hero that broke away from the oppression of society right. and religion and science and money right. and stuff Bringing like that. Bringing Ayn Rand's vision to life. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
complicated vision to life that it, like he's like I'm gonna do my own thing and like that whole thing of like a Walt Disney-esque character yes. that creates his own world and stuff like that I think would be a very interesting retelling of the other side of the story well they just announced a Bioshock movie coming yes. out uh, f- uh, produced by Netflix mm-hmm. and I, I think that Andrew Ryan featuring prominently in that game would be a great idea Absolutely. I want to see Rapture pre its fall oh, I, I doubt, and that's honestly the best part that expansion pack from number three yes uh, where you go down there for the New Year's party that is when for number number two uh, Minerva's Den right like because that was Bioshock 2 Minerva's Den because 3 yes. was Bioshock Infinite yes but in Bioshock Infinite there's an expansion or there was an extra pack where you went back to Rapture into Rapture yes. oh shit I didn't know that oh yeah and you go to the New Year's Eve party where everything falls apart oh that's and you go amazing. there before it happens because of and now I have to be your time I play this game but I'm sorry your your partner in the game can tra- can teleport or transport yes. universes oh right okay she yes. takes you I've there seen, yes, yes I've seen and it's really like Rapture really was the reason I love that game. I just, the whole idea and the, you know, the mechanics aren't even that good. The fight's not that good, but it's like the ex- the exploring of that world and seeing different sides and stuff like that. That was just the best. So I think something like that would be very interesting. You know, what's funny about that is we talk about uh, System Shock in mm. our unfavorable review of yeah. that game a few weeks ago, a few months yep. ago at this point. Uh, and it's amazing how similar I think Bioshock will be five, ten years from now in terms of its mechanics. You mentioned there's a lot about the game that isn't good. No. Like, flat out is not good, but there's so much about it that's so great. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. And we're going to be the ones telling people when, you know, the future retrograde, they're like, in 2021, our retrograde score, you're like, oh, no. Yeah. And you're going to be like, no, this game was really good, guys. Yeah, trust, like, me, okay. trust me. Trust me. Trust yeah, me. All right. My, my vision for a ne- uh, Nemesis, oh, yes. I'm going to take Nemesis from Resident Evil 3. Oh. And I'm going to put him in an Animal Crossing scenario. Oh. Where he's trying to rehabilitate himself. Yeah. But he just can't stop following around the villagers, just showing up in their houses. And they're trying to like, they're throwing turnips at him, trying yeah. to keep him away. And he's just kind of like, I just want to be friends with you. <laughs> uh, building up. Listen, Tom Nook is so intimidated by him for giving all his loans all yeah. the time. It's like a cheat code. Be great. <laughs> How many bells do you want? <laughs> what animal are you, Nemesis? <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> How about how about how about the perspective? How will you do a Pokemon game as Team Rocket and Meowth is your Pikachu? Oh, that'd and, be great! And it's more of an economic climbing video game where you're like trying to do well in business, but it's like you know, like mafia style. Oh yeah! And you're like, fuck, this kid will knock it off my nuts. We That's, need to beat him in the thing, you know. If you were enemies with Ash, mm-hmm. he would be insufferable. 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 Oh, the everything worst. down to his voice and his hat. I think he's relatively insufferable, and he's the hero. Yes, you know, exactly. like. You know, like the real story, the real hero of the story, Brock. Brock, thank Brock. you. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's exactly, Brock. exactly. Um, Hasn't aged poorly in any capacity. Not at not, all. Not at all. Not no. at all. Actually, I think he's he's like it's sad. We should we should support him more. We should support him more. <laughs> um, so I want to get into then. Uh, speaking of support, let's support this this guy who has been besmirched in the oh. media, who's oh. just been given a bad rap. His name is Wario, and he's playing in Wario's woods. It's the media's fault. <laughs> it's the media's fault. They've put spin on this. Get off. Because also Mario would be insufferable if you were Mario's villain as well. Uh, An an always optimistic, happy person that you had to fight all the time that beats you all the time? Impossible. Could you imagine getting your ass kicked by someone who's going, (laughs) woohoo! I would never recover from that. Someone does a triple jump and lands on you and says, I'm going to kill this turtle. I'm going to throw its carcass at you. (laughs) Like, I, the idea that it's like, not only I beat you, now I'm going to celebrate the beating of your life. Yeah. Woohoo! 
No, that that would suck. And uh, and, and and he's worse. he's got like you know how in uh, in Kill Bill mm-hmm. the bride punches her way like does yes. the one inch punch out of the out of the uh, she's buried grave. alive out of the grave. Yeah. And her hands are like kind of bloody. Mario punches brick blocks yeah. Yeah. W- at, with ease. Yeah. That guy, he's, he's got some it's, gusto. It's it's like it's like Superman. We need to put restrictions on him because we if do. he turns on us, we do. We're doomed. We do. The Mushroom Kingdom can't stand a chance. Yes, I think Bowser build is, a wall on that on that uh, pipe. Build a wall, <laughs> a wall so high even Lakitu couldn't float <laughs> over it. It's everyone's favorite character, Lakitu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Bowser is trying to uh, uh, remove Peach from the the, uh, the the tyranny of Mario's Mushroom Kingdom. Right, she's trying to save her. Trying to save her. Wow, I think we've got something going here. I think Scrap we do. that Chris Pratt Mario movie and let's do, let's do the evil version of Mario. And then uh, who, Which who, I who guess would voice Wario? Who, no, who would voice Wario in your movie? Oh my God, Danny DeVito. That's great. Thank you. That's great. I think for irony's sake, Danny DeVito, though, should voice oh, Waluigi. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Fun. I think that's pretty good. I was thinking it'd be fun if we did Dark Mario like Wario, and we did Bob Hoskins as the voice of Wario. Oh, that would be awesome. Yes. Mario in the original live action movie. By the way, Dark Sister. Mario would yeah. be called Dario, Dario, potentially next week's guest, <laughs> or, or a guest in a couple weeks. <laughs> we'll see. You'll find out. Uh, so Wario's Woods uh, is, is a game that I want to talk about because it is uh, our first kind of focus on Wario as as a main character mm. in a game. It's obviously not one of the his most popular games in terms of controlling Wario yeah. and getting to know him. But it's it's a good entry into this realm of the Mushroom Kingdom where the focus is on someone other than Mario. Mm-hmm. Now, I want you, Andrew. Yes, me. To take this game from 1994... Okay. released December 10th for the NES and the SNES. Okay. Uh, the last officially licensed Nintendo game on the NES released in, in America because oh, wow. it was towards the end of its life cycle. Okay. I want you to take this game and tell me what you think it's about. Okay, and so. then I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. So uh-huh. it's Wario's Woods. Mm-hmm. Wario is... It's a golf game. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wario is the local you know, leader of this wooded area, right? So he's, he's a monarch of some kind. Uh-huh. Um. And uh, what do we know about Wario? Bad guy. Bad guy. Not a good guy. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of town. Yeah. And so I think in these woods, he it's like a memory game where he's trying to move things around so that they match and flow. And that's how he solves puzzle so that he can more efficiently be evil. Oh, okay. 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 So like clearing out the good so he can... Exactly. He can uh, release his tyranny. I like your idea more. Uh, so... So I'm just going to summarize that to, to start. Point number one. Yeah. Y- y- the protagonist is Wario. Right. Wrong. Oh. You're Toad. Oh. I'm Toad. <laughs> You're Toad. Well, that's okay. That's and Wario's Woods, that's that's something. That's a title he gave to the woods that he took over. Oh. And guess what the name of those woods were? Toad's Woods? The Peaceful Woods. Okay. That's a little on the nose, but I it's get it. It's a little on the nose. <laughs> so Wario does what Wario does best, apparently from Super Mario Land as well. Fuck. He, he <laughs> fucks. He's so he good fucks at it. And he sucks and he doesn't give a shit. No one talks it. about it enough. It's it's not. It w- originally wasn't Wario's Woods. It was Wario's Wood. Yeah. And guess what that was? Wario's about. Morning Wood. Wario's Morning Wood. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so your overalls can't contain all of it. <laughs> but it is over all of it. That's what I want to be. Uh, you're Toad trying to reclaim the woods from Wario. 
Mm. who has put his magic spell on it just like he oh, did to the Mushroom Kingdom before. He's got magic before. in this game. He, well, he put a spell on the Mushroom Kingdom okay. in Super Mario Land 2, so I'm, I'm assuming he's got this capacity. Okay, I take it back. You're right. I, 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 now, I'm not willing to write him off yet because maybe he was willing to do good things with this. Yes, with this well, you're right. Sorry. Uh, so you are Toad, and you have to stop Wario with the help of a fairy named Wanda. And I said fairy named Wanda, and I can't stress this enough. For mm-hmm, this next mm-hmm, character, mm-hmm. there is no adjective or descriptor for what they are. Okay. Just a character. Yeah. Birdo. Birdo. Oh, Birdo? Birdo's in this oh, game. Oh, Birdo's in this game. Birdo is, is in this, this game. Is this the introduction of Birdo? This is not the the initial introduction. Birdo was initially from Doki Doki Panic 2, oh, okay. which released in North America as Super Mario Brothers 2, which Thank is you. the ugly stepchild of the Super Mario Bros. <laughs> franchise. <laughs> Everyone knows. Mm. Uh, but Birdo's name in Japanese. Yeah. Guess what it is. I, I, ha- I have to guess a Japanese name for this Birdo. You just have to guess on, it could be Japanese or maybe it's not. Uh, it's uh, it's land mammal. Catherine. <laughs> Catherine. Catherine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love the fact that the translators were like, the American audience will never understand this. Yes. It's Birdo. <laughs> Birdo. Now here, Birdo. here we get into Nintendo's uh, uh, qu- it's a very tender relationship with Birdo mm. and the way Birdo is treated. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try not to joke about it because part of this is is kind of serious. It, it's a pretty heavy topic. Um, it is? It, no, I'm serious. Okay. I'm going to get into it oh, a little no, no, bit. Because no, I, I, there's yeah. a lot of questions about the way Nintendo treated Birdo as a character. Because in, the orig- in Doki Doki Panic, Birdo's in the instruction manual listed as a man who thinks he's a woman. Oh, so it goes down. Now we don't that it's not colored one way or another. Sure, is it a? Are they joking about it? Right. Is it serious? We yeah. don't know. But it's okay. often attributed as the first transgender character in video games. Oh, wow. so there's something there. Okay, potentially. Uh, Birdo uh, is is the name, but prefers to be called Birdetta. Uh, so Birdo's saying, "Call me Birdetta," and Jordan Peterson saying, "No." <laughs> Jake Rowling's like, "You're out of the book." <laughs> um, now. As, as I said, some some kind of look at this as like, this is potentially a progressive thing. But the way that Birdo's been treated in subsequent Nintendo releases yeah. calls that into question. Mm. And depending on how you look at it, could be a good thing or could be a bad thing. Because now, Birdo is treated just as a woman. Now, that could be mm. because in Nintendo's mind, Birdo had... I can't believe we're talking about this. I, I, I Yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to... I'm, I'm walking on the thinnest ice. I know, right? You it know. could be because they assume that Birdo has transitioned. Birdo now has a romantic interest with Yoshi. They, Bern- they've, been, they've been linked. So you said Bernadette? Birdo, Birdo. Uh, Birdetta is Birdetta. what... Yeah, but they still call them Birdo. So, but is that their preferred name? Because then it's like, are we respecting that, that person? Dead naming. Now? Are we dead naming exactly. Birdetta? Are we respecting that that person has transitioned and we are now going to go by? Well, Nintendo isn't because it's still Birdo See? in Nintendo. Okay. It's, it's a really... You're so close to being like, oh, that was pretty cool. And then you're like, mm, guys, I know, that's guys. the thing. It really calls it into question. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting thing to talk about. I it don't is. have much more to say about it because I don't know what to say yeah if you have i'm sure there has been theses 
Theses. 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 Is uh, written on this. I would theses, love to hear. Theses taste like feces, though. <laughs> if somebody has something to like say about this, please get at us at Retrograde Mikey at Retrograde Andy. I would actually read a lot on this. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I'm this sure, sounds fascinating. I'm sure there are stacks of literature on it. Yes. Uh, but let's get back to the main let's story. Do, you're yes. controlling Toad. I'm Toad. And when I say you're controlling Toad, in terms of the gameplay, this is actually kind of neat. Instead of in a, a typical falling block game or falling tile game like uh, Tetris or something okay. like that, or Dr. Mario, Mario, mm, Mario, holy moly. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> no. No. Well, the answer, no, the answer <laughs> is an unequivocal no. I need to go see my doctor, Mario. <laughs> my, my real doctor's name is Mario. That's why I always get that one confused. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. you go to your doctor and he's like, all right, open up. And then you're like, okay, turn to the left a little bit. Now turn to the right a little bit. Nope, skip that one, skip that one. Now left. Okay, that one, that's good. My doctor's name is uh, Dr. May Rio. Oh, May Rio. So, so that's why I say it that way. Yeah, you and Rio go back a long Dr. way. Dr. Rio, <laughs> Dr. Rio, just a just a great doctor. Mm-hmm. Throws pills into my mouth from up top. Yeah. It's, it's really good. It's a, it's a whole big, like, it's it's just an example of the Western medicine, just trying to medicate your problems Just away. trying to medicate yeah. my problems yeah. away. Yeah. And just Rod says, man. We may need some medicine to get us over uh, the absurdity <laughs> of this game because it feels like a fever dream just mm-hmm. looking at the screens and reading what it's so about. What, so what does Toad do? Toad controls the tiles that are coming down? Yeah, so you are controlling Toad at uh-huh. the bottom of of the the playing field where yeah. the tiles fall mm. so you're you can actually pick up the tiles and move them so that where the falling blocks are coming down oh. they will line up with like the typical there's a bomb and then there's like the monsters and you line up two monsters with a bomb and then you clear that color. you say it's so comfortably but yeah that's okay absolutely it, essentially it's like, like uh it's like uh like uh what are those called the machines the slot machines sure are you trying to match those things? Yeah, a little bit, but it's more of like it's more of like a Doctor Mario scenario, Mario scenario. You're saying it's, it's so a Mario scenario now too. You're like it's like a Doctor Mario. Mario. Like we're dubbing your I'm voice. I'm really over. in my own head right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Sorry, uh, I need some pills to fix that. I'll call <laughs> I'll call Doctor Rio in a little bit. So it's no, but it's a neat concept where mm-hmm. you're running around the bottom, moving tiles so that where the falling tiles fall will right. match up with the proper. Color. Okay, so we'll yeah. see how that right. actually plays. But in terms of reception of this game. It's been middling to high. Like some people liked it. Some people didn't. I think there were a lot of puzzle games like this at the time. So they're like, it's just another one of these. But the one that worries me is GamePro called into question the controls of this oh, game. Oh no. And imagine a puzzle game with bad controls. What How? is that? How exactly? Exactly. Oh no. Now we should say that usually we play games that both you and I have experience yeah. with. I don't have any experience no, playing either. Wario's Woods and nor do you. So yeah. we're going to be entering into this for the first time uh, uh, and getting some experience and, and we will get to the gameplay in a little bit, but I have a question for you as well. The game is called Wario's Woods. Yes. And Wario is the villain. Right. Does that mean that Super Mario World, <laughs> Mario is the Mario, villain? Yeah. Um, no, I think you can be flexible about the title and who is the protagonist. Okay. I... Uh, I'd love to... What are more games where the where the villain is the one that's like, this is my game. You know? Oh, it's oh, like okay. the, the title yeah. of, of the game. Like then, like last week we did Banjo-Kazooie, right? Right. It's not like... It's not Gruntilda's... Well, Grunty's Revenge was one of the, the sequels, but, but the title, the actual title was Banjo-Kazooie, yeah. right? Yeah. There's got to be a ton of those. Uh, Valis, is Valis one? Because I mm. think I think you end up facing Valis as as like a... a who, who the fuck knows? But like, you know what I mean? Like in a subtitle, like, you know, like colon 
blank villains, mm-hmm. but revenge or whatever like that. That I get, but I wonder how many titles there are out there. Once again, get at us at Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy. Yeah, I'm sure there are. It's hard to think about them when we also have to talk and be entertaining. Yeah. You know, as the listener, we already struggle with It's that. hard enough. Quite a bit. It's hard enough. Hard as Wario's wood in the what, morning. What more do you want from us? What more do you want? <laughs> 200 more episodes? <laughs> Fine, I guess. I guess we'll do it. I guess, okay. God, Jesus. Uh, so, so uh, typically in in a Mario game, mm-hmm. it ends with the villain's castle exploding. Yeah, uh, which makes me think that like the Mushroom Kingdom is just a bunch of like rebels, like kind of terrorists to the tyranny, like the Empire mm-hmm. in in Star Wars. Yeah, like. Yeah. Like, you know how in, in Rogue One, the, the the rebels are kind of painted as terrorists? Yes. Like, living in, in cells and and, and, mm-hmm. and and having, like, terrorist attacks on the empires they bring convoys through? Maybe the Mushroom Kingdom's the same way. How's Mario blowing up these castles? Uh, bu- Bob-ombs, probably. Bob-ombs. Yeah. But, okay. the, but very strategically placed Bob-ombs. And that's yeah. tough, because you put them down, and they just want to get up and run around again. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, and you have to, like, you don't have, once you activate one, mm-hmm. A, everyone in the castle is going to hear it because they yep. make the bomb, bomb, bomb. Start running around. Yep. All the other ones, if they hit another one, that one's going early. Yes. It would and need to be a chain reaction. It would have to be a chain reaction. Yeah. And here's the thing no one's talking about. And I know this for a fact. And if you've done your research, you would know this as well. Yeah, feels- this goes out to the listener as oh, well. Okay. Bob bombs do not explode hot enough to melt concrete <laughs> beams. So how are these castles falling? I it must have been an inside job. It must have been. Is Bowser in on this? Is Lakitu check his allegiances? <laughs> what is going on? I like the idea that he's like, <laughs> that Mario is, you know, kind of like with Luigi at the outside, like, okay, watch. You're filming, right? Okay, cool. And they do one of those like very satisfying like demolition things. Yes. Where like it all just goes from the inside. Yes. Which actually would help your uh, conspiracy theory. Exactly. And yeah. implosion as they call it. Yeah, them. right. Yeah. Man, okay, so I we don't have enough time to get into something that I really wanted to talk about, but every so often we go back to one of these games around the era of Famicom. I'm talking mm-hmm. early Nintendo, mm-hmm. and we find out about a technology that we did not know about. Yeah. And in this case, there was something called, and I would do a whole fucking episode on this thing because I didn't know about it, the Stellaview. Do you know the Stellaview? No, I don't know what the Stellaview is. So the Stellaview was a unit that was made in tandem between Nintendo and a company called St. Giga. Now, St. Giga was a company that was known for making um, uh, nature music, like nature sounds. Okay. And then there was a recession in Japan. Right. And guess what no one had a need for anymore? Nature sounds? Nature sounds. (laughs) Nature sounds don't go well with like your your steamed leather boot that you're eating on your tablecloth made of newspaper in your soggy ass cardboard house. You're doing a cartoon-esque slicing of a bean. Slicing of a bean. Very paper thin so you could feed your family. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, So Nintendo teamed up with St. Giga to say, we're going to build this piece of hardware. They bought into them to try to revive Uh, them. And uh, and it was an add-on to the Super Famicom that had a satellite hookup mm-hmm. and you pay for a, a subscription you could buy or rent video games magazines uh media like little video clips oh, wow. there were live broadcasts they held live tournaments on it so okay. like Wario's Woods would have like a live tournament on the Stella View this is around like 94 95 or something like that and it was like a precursor to 
gaming on the internet, like one of the first cases of this. And the Famicom had so many of these. Remember there was one we were talking about a while ago where it was like a tape deck that you would bring the tape into a yes. game store and like download games to it right. and bring it back to your Famicom. I was just amazed that this thing existed and I didn't know That's anything so cool. about it. It included properties from Squaresoft, Taito, Konami, Capcom, uh, and and I, all I, your favorites. All, all my favorites, all yeah. everyone's favorites. And, and if you've never heard of it, Go up and look up the Stella View. It it fascinated me. I went into a wormhole of like Stella View things. And that's where I I eventually it's a wormhole on YouTube. So it ended up with the bubble bombs and steel steel beams. <laughs> that's how you ended up there. Yes, exactly. Uh, um but that's kind of that's kind of it for Wario's okay. Woods. Well, and I'm go. excited to give it a shot. I always love doing puzzle games on this yes. podcast because they're they're just bite-sized. They give us a good sense of what they were. Obviously, we can't give it a rating out of four bits. No, not yet. Uh, because we've never played it. But we will, as we come back from the break, give it its rating out of four bits for each of us based on what we think we would have thought of it had we mm-hmm. played it back in 94. And also its rating as it holds up in the modern day against the likes of modern games like Halo Infinite and uh, Overwatch. <laughs> and Overwatch, yeah, those two things. I can't wait to play that game again. <laughs> Now that I bring it up a few more times, I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay, well, you know, puzzle games are really good because they're naturally competitive. You're actually pretty good at puzzle games. Do you think so? I, I remember you doing very well at Dr. Mario. Oh, it's, uh, I appreciate you saying that. I don't know. I don't know that I have the patience for puzzle games, to be oh. honest. Uh, my sister is very good at puzzle games. Okay, well, that's... Because she has time on her hands. It's good, to, good to know. Everyone at home knows that now, too. Okay, <laughs> let's go play Wario's Woods. We'll be right back. All right, we'll see you on the other side. Mustache twirl. okay so here we go so we're watching so you see how toad's kind of running around catching bombs yeah well we're gonna see what the fuck that's all about what's that all about in a little bit that looks a little confusing verse comp time race lesson option round game i like how in lesson it's toad (laughs) playing playing the snes playing the snes that's nice verse comp but toad's very mad at a uh, purple. Uh, it's like if Grimace and Hamburger I Helper. I was just gonna say Hamburger Helper. Oh, Hamburger, Hamburger the Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah, Rumble. Grimace and Hamburglar are are shaking fists at one another. Yeah. Which level would you like to play? So we have Wario with a watermelon on his head. We have the uh, we have Birdo up top. Birdo up top. I think we're gonna go easy. We're gonna yeah, go. Let's uh, see. Each each <laughs> easy, medium, or hard. Hard is a ghost with a beret. Hard is a ghost <laughs> with a beret. They're all represented by different characters. Easy <laughs> is the Hamburglar and Grimace for sure. Yes. So he says, I'm your first opponent. <laughs> Good. If Spare you, no expenses on the writing here. If I got to a fight and I went, I'm your first opponent. <laughs> the assumption is you're going to beat me. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be an I'm party. your last opponent, man. And, and Toad is really happy to be fighting him. Yeah, he's ecstatic. Okay, so we're, okay, so, okay, this is really hard to describe. So there's bombs coming from the top. A fairy is dropping bombs. Yes. Uh, Mikey is stacking. There are two different types of colors of like, they look like little toads in outfits. Yeah. Um, they, like weird little, little. Like they're human. Like they're, or they're alive. Oh, I lost. Oh, that was quick. That was very quick. I couldn't even get full of description of what was going on and you already lost. I'm not hundred percent sure what happened there. Um, can you just try and keep it going longer so I can yeah, describe I'll, the game to everybody? Okay. Easy there. My ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Cause she so was always describing can, to everybody. Can you, can you keep this going long enough so we both can enjoy it? Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So Mikey is stacking these things and it looks like the color of the bomb is associated with the color of the little block or human being you're trying to destroy. Yes, it's kind of like that is, is sort of how uh, I would associate it with, uh, with, um, uh, Dr. Mario, Mario, yes, Jesus Mario. Christ, Jesus, where you're trying to, 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 to line up different colors oh, there you to go. one another. But so I, if there are two of the characters beside each other 
and you put a bomb, they will blow up. It yes. looks like. Oh, there you go. So, okay, that just happened naturally. There you go. Okay, so it's got to be two and then a bomb. Two and a bomb. Yeah, you can't just line okay. up three of the, the, the people. I guess those people are enemies, but I would assume that the more enemies you have lined up when a bomb comes down, the... Uh, Wow, okay. Oh, so we're losing because the enemy is clearing? Yeah, he's got to clear the whole stage. So maybe every enemy the enemy clears comes over to our side. Oh, okay. I like this. That could be it. Yeah. Maybe you want to do the training? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, cool. cool. Okay. Okay. I forget everything already. I for, I don't remember a single thing about this. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, I'm screwing this up already. Okay, so... so Okay. Honestly, when, when they said the controls were bad in this, or not bad, yeah, when they said they were bad in this game, I was like, I don't understand how that can be the case. But I do kind of understand how, how they're saying that. I just think they're more ambitious, though. I don't yeah, think they're necessarily I don't think they're bad. bad. It's bad is like, oh, they're trying for something and failing. Yes. This one's just complicated. That's different. It is, it, it's, it's way more complicated, I think, than anything, any puzzle game I've really played. It's a weird concept to be the, the the bottom level of things if that makes sense like on the bottom manipulating the way that uh that everything's supposed to be moving not used to that usually things fall and i control what's falling yeah are, do i like it i don't know i was gonna say are you do you think you're getting the hang of it not really no me neither in fact i think i'm getting worse i honestly i'm i'm taking such leaps in logic logic to like is this gonna work i listen i also think that there's a a very commendable strategy in simply letting the game play out and not moving anything. No, I, that's part of it is what I'm trying to do. I didn't know you. Could I do don't, that. am I winning? That's a great question. You Andrew. are, you are winning. Oh, am I? Yeah, you know, you're winning. I think pretty definitively at this point too. I don't know if that's true though. I do. You know, the, the one thing I am getting, I like the kicking. The kicking is fun to me. Well, which one's kicking? Uh, oh yeah, that is fun. <laughs> right? That's yeah, that's kind of fun. So I just did the whole thing where I jump. Oh shit! Why what did I, the? Why are there so many people on my side How now? You, you're not used to that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, something just happened, and my whole screen just showed up with like a bunch of of the pink meanies. The pink meanies. Who could forget the pink meanies? No one can forget the pink meanies. I don't know what I'd have to do to get rid of them. If I'm being honest, I think I need like a stack of three balls. Oh, you won, Mikey. Why? How? Not That's sure. That's a great question. Uh, this is crazy, this game. It's, okay, here's a question. I know because a lot of people are going to be mad at us for uh, not learning the game or whatever. When was the last time you had a puzzle game that confused you this much? This is the least intuitive puzzle game I think I've ever played in my life. Okay, we got to try this again. All right, so I want to get to this this white bomb with this white rabbit over there. Wait. What? I, I won. Oh, I cleared my whole thing. Wow, that was quick. You cleared that. That was... We did that, I don't know, 30 seconds? Yeah, yeah. That was... Uh, leave it to me to... Uh, oh, oh. so you actually see some stars there. So you need to win, I think, four in total or three in total. Because oh, as I yeah, won, I got one yeah. of my stars turned red. Okay, so let's... Okay, let's try this again. You can try. I'm going to succeed. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's clearly true based on last time. <laughs> Just on, only one of them, though. Oh, man. I'm not meaning to collect more of these things. Yeah, see, you just won. See, because I'm, I'm. <laughs> it's tough because when you have a stack on top of your head, yes, bombs and other animals will fall on top of it, okay. which sounds insane. Yeah, like if you're listening to the podcast right now, it's a little hard to explain. But so think Tetris, right? Yes. But everything's individually. But pieced. also, don't think Tetris at all. But, yeah, 
Think about Tetris. It's kind of like that, but it's nothing like that. Get that out of your head immediately. It's definitely more color matching. So it's color matching, right? And everything's individual. There's no like blocks or anything right there, sticks or anything. So the problem is, is when you pick up a bomb from underneath you and you lift it above your head, which is a natural movement you have to do, the up above you might explode and it might- Because things are falling down. Yeah, there's consequences you didn't see coming of trying to move the board around. Learning the controls, this feels more like a fighting game than a fucking puzzle game. Because there's like different controls and movements and we'll see. I'm not not enjoying it, but uh, it is scary to me. See, my thing is, I still don't know if I fully have a good handle on the controls. The controls, that honestly makes a big difference. I've memorized like a couple things that I can do for controls but I'm still constantly making mistakes with them. Yeah, like my thing is, I just don't have any confidence in what I'm doing. Right, that, I'm like, that's me in my regular day-to-day life. Right, yeah, that's that's probably right. So this must be tough for you. This is really tough for me, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah, like, but there, there are moments, I'll admit, where I find myself- uh, Oh my God, I'm fucked already. Knowing that there are different strategies. Like I see something falling, I'm like, okay, if I stand here, I will. I can hold it, and before it even hits the ground, it will, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll explode something. There you go. Like I just had a big falling Whoa. combo. Oh, you did that to me. Oh, I see. And here I can, uh, if you if you hold it up, rather than like, you know when, oh shit, what did you just do to me? Uh, What did you do to me? Andrew, what did you do to me? Oh, it's, no. Oh, no. This is fucking hard. It's, you know, like, like I said, I, I do feel that I'm getting the hang of it, but that isn't helping me all the time. <laughs> no, it really is not. Ratio wise, how often, Horatio wise, how often are no, you no, do purposely, uh, purposely making things explode versus having things explode just because? Uh, one of every three. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, like, you know, if I'm being, if I'm being reasonable about this and like, you know, realistic. I thought I really had a handle on this. And, I uh, thought you did too. I thought like, uh oh, Mikey's figured it out. I'm fucked. Um, but right now you seem to be giving me a bit of a run for my moolah. I will say, you know, like uh, screen cheating aside, you can't in this game because like there's oh, oh, so yeah. much going also, on. Also, what would screen cheating even do in this? Like, one, oh, I no? should really try now. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Oh, you son of a bitch. Andrew, I've been trying. Okay, is there a time limit eventually or? I don't know. Like, it feels like we should have like hit something by now. You would think so, but uh, not in this world. Okay, I actually think I am getting better at this. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah! You kicked my ass on that one. That was a that was an intense. Holy one, shit! That was Jesus Christ! Oh my god! It's you know God help us with the editing because it's going to be just us like well now nah, it's well what about oh, I think we are almost a detriment to the experience. There. I know. I almost wish someone else was playing and I could comment on. It. Fuck! All right, you want to? Yeah, let's go, talk, go talk about, about this about game. It. I, you know what though? The more I've been playing it, the more I've been enjoying it. A I agree bit. with you. Yeah. Okay, let's go to the other let's side. Let's talk about it. And welcome back to the retrograde. Ooh. Lick. Why are you licking? Lick, lick. Yeah. Ouch. Oh. Ooh, that wound. That wound. Needs some licking. That wound needs some licking. I'm licking my wounds. Oh, because you. Because I lost. Because you lost on the most recent games of Wario's Woods that Wario's we just played. Wario's Woods. <laughs> we need a Mortal Kombat style at the end of Wario's Woods. <laughs> you know what? For a game called Wario's Woods, not a lot of Wario. No, I didn't see Wario once. No, we didn't see him at all. I saw three invented characters, like Wario with a watermelon on his head. A uh, French I think it was a ghost. Pumpkin. I think it was a pumpkin on his head. No, it was green. And also French ghost, why? Just because- Beret. The beret. Smoke a cigarette. Mm, Bag it in front could, of a bicycle. Maybe maybe that ghost just watched Dead Poet Society. Right. Maybe that, maybe that uh, 
Maybe that uh, ghost just read a book about Che Rivera. Maybe that ghost just uh, raided their uh, old great grandmother's closet, mm-hmm. and their their great grandmother dated Che Guevara, <laughs> who was and their grandmother was French. Yes. yes. <laughs> so and that ghost is actually the grandma. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, it all comes full circle. See, yeah, we, like we're we're just des- describing Wario's Woods. Very little Wario in it. Very little Wario in it, and I have to be honest, that was one of the most excruciating games to to provide commentary for really as it was. was going on. It was tough. I can't imagine, you know, obviously we haven't edited it yet. We're still recording the episode, but I can't imagine it's going to be very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, the amount of insightful information we've had, apart, we, we were saying apart from, oof, I just, I think I got the, nope, I don't know. Because we're tough. also focusing on it. Yeah, when we're playing the games together, it's always really tough because you, you're you're trying to, like, at the end of the day, we, we started this podcast because we like video games and we're playing a video game and it's really hard to get your mind around, especially when you're trying to, a game, it's super Byzantine and it's like control and like you're yeah. like okay so what am I trying to do here okay so I have two Wait, monsters but I need a bomb Byzantine is more like old, like like outdated right or what, what like, I always thought it was very intricate okay yeah because that's true yes. they are surprisingly in- intricate yeah. for a puzzle game yes. I didn't expect like the, you have different you have a different move set like mm-hmm. yes this is a puzzle game but you are controlling toad mm-hmm. and toad has the ability to kick toad has the ability to pick up one bomb or yeah. pick up multiple bombs or drop one bomb or drop multiple bombs and as you're going you need to be pay- paying attention not only to what's falling but what where where it is as well yeah. to make sure that when you're lifting a stack of bombs you're not accidentally picking up where the bomb's falling unless you want that to happen right. like the I understand why this game got, you know, some middling reviews. Mm-hmm. Because unless you're really committed, like a fighting game, to learning the mechanics, mm-hmm. it might be really hard to get into. Oh, I it, we it whatever. It's 28 years later, right? And we're staring at this thing like, well, so wait, what do you do? Yeah. Like, and there's only so many outcomes. It's a controlled game. Right. Now we play games with open worlds, and you could do whatever you want, and you know, fly around and shit like that. This is one of the ones like, okay, so if I move them diagonally, yes. You know, and, and yet that's confounding sometimes. Yeah, and 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 I did struggle at sometimes to learn some of the mechanics in terms of what can you climb on top of, what can't you climb on top of. R- understanding that when a stack of items, bombs, and enemies uh, alike reach the top, you can no longer pick up the stack of items. Mm-hmm. Those little things, like they really end up hurting you yeah. in the long run if you're not constantly paying attention. The number of times I found myself trapped on one side. Yes without realizing that, oh, you know, maybe if I if I pick up one bomb at a time and put it over here, maybe I can lower the stack enough to be able to get to the yeah. other side. But it's it's complicated and it's hectic and I didn't like it at all at first. No. But the more I got the hang of it, I did actually find myself enjoying it. You, you mentioned this during the gameplay, but is that uh, you said it's like a fighting game. And yes. it is like a fighting game. Yeah. There are versions of this where you can kind of just blindly try and figure it out and go like, right. oh, that exploded. Right. Well, that exploded. And you're like just button kinda, mashing. And exactly. Just hoping things explode. And you're doing it by accident. And the same way in a fighting game, you could like throw some punches and maybe you might win just by accident. Right. But it, and then, but there is another layer to this game that you can get really good and start when you start sending things over to the other screen intentionally. Yes. We start getting diamonds intentionally. Wait, which, wait, wait. How do you intentionally send things over to the other screen? You, you just get, get like good combos, right? It's a right? chain of five or more. Right, right, right. So right. you could send them over it. Like, God knows I was not good enough to intentionally do this. Mm-hmm. But when I saw five explode, I'm like, oh, sweet. And I, and it fills up That's again. for a second when you said that. I was like, wait, is there like a button to press or no, something? No, no, no. But I did, there were moments where 
And I find this is the case with a lot of puzzle games where I don't always know exactly how to get something done. But if you set your intention to, I want a diamond and then I want to get the diamond to to uh, clear out all of the items of a certain mm-hmm. color, uh, which is is a very genocidal thing like to it. say. Yeah. And I don't know that I don't know that I love having that. After last week's Jinjo's conversation and this <laughs> this week, I, I I think this is terrible. It's awful. Um, the 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 intention to do something like that though you find that you are actually achieving that because you're working towards it it's not always the perfect amount of placement of like this has to go there and then here and here and here but if your goal is to get six greens lined up and you're always working towards getting all the greens towards one side and then a bomb comes and you jump down with that bomb and on the way down it explodes a couple things on the way and then that gets you the five That may not have been my direct intention, but because I was working towards that goal and I was putting things in the right places, you set up the pieces to fall in a certain way. Mm -hmm. And that almost did feel satisfying, even when it did kind of sometimes feel like a stroke of luck. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure. But yet, yeah, but then you chase that dopamine rush, like we're saying. Like, you're like, oh, it worked. So wait, okay, now. And then, you know what? I will say by the end, those last two games, especially the last game, I was like, in control the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, you feel like you're Dr. Manhattan. Like you feel like you're floating around. Like, all right. You enter like a flow state. Like you're just, you know where things are going. Everything kind of slows down. The, the congestion that used to stress me out doesn't stress me out quite as much. Um, And I get that, you know, it was a good experience to feel like I had a bit more control over the board Uh, to the point where like you and I had gotten to, to a level where it was basically, we had cleared out the, the bottom. Yes. Uh, and I, I'm not 100% sure what the exact measure for like clearing out the board is. Right. But you cleared yours out just before mine and just you won. Yours. And that felt good because it felt like t- the two of us had finally gotten the hang of the mechanics and actually had a fight as opposed to like you said in a fighting game. If we're just button mashing at each other and you keep winning. Yeah. I don't really take that personally because it's like no, neither of us knows how no, to do this. No, it's not a skill-based event. Right, right. It's like winning the lottery. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. You just happen to win. Right. Um, so, you know, like, I, I did like that. I almost am very, I'm very curious. Like, I want to go back and play it a little bit to see, like, could I get better? Like, could I really get a control over this? I bet you. Yeah. But here's the thing is, is for new players of this game. Yes. It's very, I, I think it would be very limiting to someone unless they knew that they were going to need a lot of patience to learn it. It took us a while to get the hang yep. of it. Yep. And for a puzzle game, usually it's fun to play the first few rounds, even though you're losing because you really, you know what you're doing. This felt cumbersome and frustrating at first. Mm -hmm. We had to do the training in a puzzle game. Yes. That was a weird experience. And also in these old games, when they do like a training, you're like, okay, sure. And then you kind of blow past it and you tried to play. This is one of the few times where like, okay, I don't care. Let's play. And they're like, okay, so that training. Yes. uh, We may need to go back. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. No, but I, I I had, I had a fun time with it. You know, we, we, we figured it out as we went. It, it, It was much more difficult than like a, I'll say this. It was much more difficult and less satisfying in spite of itself than like a Luminase. Okay. Because the overall presentation isn't amazing. It, it is kind of junky. Like it doesn't feel, it's not as cute or as quirky or as fun mm-hmm. uh, as as some of the puzzle games that you play before. It's not as visually pleasing as like a Bejeweled, yeah. which which is meant to be that. It looks cluttered. Yeah. And maybe that's the intention, but for a puzzle game that that I think you're always supposed to feel satisfaction for while you're playing it, I didn't right. really get that quite as much. No, and I, I get, yeah, I get that part. I, I wonder how much satisfaction you're supposed to get in the actual gameplay versus the end. Like, I wonder how much puzzling is like the end does justify the means. Right. That's true. That's you know? true. Like, like is this more the world too? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> is this is this the wordle of puzzle games? Where mm-hmm. like while I'm playing a wordle, I fucking hate it. Yeah. Uh, but once I've done it, I'm like, I can't wait to do that tomorrow. I'm the smartest person in the world. I'm the smartest person <laughs> in the world. Exactly. Um. Uh. But today I was not. I was the second smartest person in the world. Thank you very you much. Beat me in well, this one, which was I doffed my mushroom cap to you. <laughs> wait, put that thing away. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kevin's pacing. Uh. Well, Mikey, I, I'm very curious that we see what scores we're gonna give, especially as kids to adults. This is like an actual true test, even though not only did the game come out so long ago, 28 right. years ago, but it's actually interesting because we have different perspectives on a puzzle. Yes. You know, kids to adults. So I'm very interested to see what your score is going to be. Let's do it. So let's go into the reviews. As we mentioned earlier, typically we rate and review the game out of four bits based on what we thought of it growing up. Mm. But because you and I haven't had any experience playing it, you're going to be giving it your review out of four bits based on what you think you would have thought of it had you played it on the NES or Super NES back in 1994. Uh, out of four bits for you, out of four bits for me, yeah. and we're also going to give it its rating out of four bits based on how the game holds up in the modern day against like some modern games. But Andrew, why don't you start us off with your uh, impressions and your review of this game based on what you think you would have thought of it. As a kid. As I, a little child. A little, well, and I would appreciate it if you yes. if you said your review as a little baby. I don't know. No, I didn't like that. Mm. I didn't like that at Kevin all. Spacey did. That's, <laughs> Here's the thing. I I was a stupid child. Mm-hmm. I say this over and over again. I You know, not a lot has changed, but I was a stupid child. Not a stupid adult. Right. But, I don't know how I would have liked this. As an adult, I still was like, what? Yes. And now I got to think as a very small child, I'm like, oh, I got this. I nailed this. Crush yes. this. There's two, there's two thoughts about this. One, I'm too stupid to figure it out. Right. I don't enjoy this game. The second is your mind is much more malleable when you're a kid True. and you like really deep dive into things. Also, like we talk about, like you only get a couple of games a year. So you really jump into these things and like really devote your time into them. So maybe I would have figured it out just out of a survival instinct. Right. I'm more willing to say I'm stupid and I wouldn't have liked that. I would have gone back to Mario or something like that. Mario, 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 Mario. Uh, Mario. So I don't think I would have liked this game. So unfortunately, this is not a shot at the game and we'll get to the current score later. But I don't, I don't think this is a good game for me as a kid. I'm going to give it two out of four. Two out of four. I I, I agree with you 100%. Oh, yeah. Not, not specifically with the score, but on your impressions. I don't think I would have liked this as a kid either. Yeah. Because I remember playing games like Dr. Mario yeah, and not understanding what I was supposed to be doing. And that was a less complicated game than Wario's Woods. I would have rather just played Tetris. Mm. Tetris was there. Tetris mm. was fun. I hadn't been burnt out on Tetris yet because Tetris was universal. It was, it was a game that I could always play. If I wanted a falling blocks game, I was going to go with Tetris. I also tried to play Dr. Mario because I liked Mario. Right. I didn't care about Wario. Yeah. I don't think I played Super Mario Land 2 enough to know who Wario was. Mm-hmm. So Wario's Woods is just another game on a shelf. And if I pick up the box and look at the back and it's a puzzle game, it's not going to attract me at all. And if I'm playing it and I don't immediately get it because there are puzzle games that I do like Tetris, I'm just going to put this one down like I did with Dr. Yeah. Mario with no no inkling to get better at it. I think this would have been too complicated for me as a kid. I think, again, it's more of a shot at me than it is a shot at the game, but I wouldn't have had the patience to do yeah. it. I would have been playing other games in 1994, like Donkey Kong Country, uh, like like uh, Super Metroid, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Sonic and Knuckles, The Lion King. There were other games, more exciting games that I would have wanted to yeah. play in 1994. So this one, I'm actually giving a 1.5 out of 4. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so a 3.5 out of 8. And oh. that's, that's more to say that like I didn't like puzzle games as a kid. Yeah. So why would I have gotten any enjoyment out of it, especially in light of, of Tetris existing? 
Right. No, that's, well, that's, that's an important one. Like yeah. Tetris is like the gold standard. Yes. And it's, you could just figure it out. You can figure it out really easily, really fast. And I think that's the biggest problem with this. As I get into my current review is there is a barrier to entry. Right. It's such a simple game on its, you know, surface. It's so simple. It's a, it's a falling puzzle game. You yeah. should be able to figure this out. Well, you can't, you really do have to spend some time with it to figure yes. it out. Ask, ask Mikey and I, we, we did, we did. And I'm still confused. I still didn't get all of it. <laughs> But yeah. inside of that, there is something very intriguing yes. and it it's calling me and I want to play it again. But at the same time, you got to keep in mind, there are Tetrises, there are better games out there like this that are simpler and more compelling yeah. because of their simplicity. Sure. So I like this game. I want to go back and play this game, but it's not one of the better games of all time. I'm going to give it a three out of four. Yeah, I, I actually think that this does a good job of separating itself from a lot of current puzzle games mm. that probably recognized the failures of a game like Wario's Woods and wanted to simplify themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't hate the fact that I struggled with this game in the beginning. And if I knew I was spending more time with it, right. I think I would have enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. The first time in this game that I found myself with a stack of bombs on my head, mm -hmm. I wanted to put the the closest bomb to Toad's head down a hole behind beside me. And I pressed the right button to just drop one instead of drop the whole thing and and use that to 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 order the way in which the bombs were going to hit the enemies on okay. the on the bottom and i pressed the the correct button and did it the right way it felt super satisfying yeah yeah and i bet you the more if i played this game for another hour controls i don't think would be an issue i would know i would it would just come to me pretty yeah. naturally and i think that would make this a much more compelling game than something like dr mario and, and I think because of that, I have to give this game a, a little bit more of a nod. I have to give it some credit for 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 being so ambitious, mm. even though it was from 1994. I'm also giving this one a three out of four. Okay. I really, I had a good time with it. Oh, wow. So there you go. So uh, three and a half in our in our retro scores, a six out of eight in our current scores, and that together is a nine and a half out of 16. Nine and a half out of 16 is not the best score, but I do think it was maybe higher than I expected it to be. I did too. Because I expected this to be a straight shot down the middle compared yep. to something like a Dr. Mario. And then I was expecting myself to say, well, why would I play this over Dr. Mario? I like Mario better. I like the aesthetic better. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to play that. I love the idea of Big Pharma coming in and solving all my I love problems. This. So let me just throw pills at things. Mm -hmm. Dr. Rio agrees with me as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's now, a big corporate shill. <laughs> now I got to talk about the environment with monsters and bombs. Oh, get the hell out of here. Get out of here. Get, here. get your peaceful woods and take a <laughs> hike in them. Um, Peaceful Woods, really hammering home. They're like, it was such a nice woods. What was it called? Peaceful, Peaceful woods. woods. It would be funny if if Wario were ironic and mm. took took uh, creepy creepy town, yeah, and made it Peaceful Town. Yes, and and everyone's like, I the name doesn't work, but I get where you're going with that. Do you think he turned Peaceful Woods into pieces of woods? Oh wow, yeah, and he just started walking around all Ted Bun Ted Bundy Ted Bundy. <laughs> He's murdering people, Paul. Paul, Paul Bunyan. Bunyan, Paul Bunyan, and his his big blue and baby his big ox. blue ox wearing the same shirt as I'm wearing yeah, today. Look at you. I got some plaid on. There's some more reasons you need to be over at YouTube. Yeah, go check out my plaid. Yeah, <laughs> give my plaid a rating out of four bits. Yes. Uh, so look, that's uh, that's a, a decent score. I yeah. would say middling to high, nine and a half. Uh, same with the reviews that it was getting back in the day. Well, like we're saying, it was better than we thought it was going to be. Yes, I agree. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, so I, I think there's only one thing left to do, Andrew. Let's uh, let's let uh, the 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 band play us on yep. and head over to the awards ceremony. Absolutely, you've been waiting for it all year. The most glamorous awards ceremony of the week, ladies and gentlemen, the Grady's. Oh wow. Wow. wow, wow, beautiful! It's just the the 
the clicking of cameras, the, 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 the oh, sound of the red carpet. All the paps are here. They're, they, they can't they can't stop it. Wario's here. Birdo's here. You and I are hey, here. What do you call it when uh, uh, you drive a car through the red carpet uh, on on the certain side of the barriers? You, you, it's it's uh, I don't know. What it's it, what, a pap smear. Yeah, that's what I thought you were going to say, but I didn't understand it. You didn't understand it? What, what do I? Was you smearing the paparazzi? How am I smearing the paparazzi? Because you're driving a car through them and you're smearing. Oh, you're them. like on the ground. You're yeah, yeah, smearing yeah, 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 them yeah. on the ground. So yeah. it's a pap smear. It's a pop smear. Mm. Or a pop smear. <laughs> or a pop smear. I pop a smear. <laughs> okay. So, Elliot, what are you. You get oh, it, right? I, I, yeah. Does that. Is it. Was it good? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Elliot. Oh, he's brought some monsters on stage with oh, him. He has a little beret. A little beret. Where'd you get that from? Che Guevara. Che Guevara. Che Guevara. Wow. Wow. Third time. Third time's a trim. Well, why don't you reach into that uh, that that <laughs> beret of yours and see if there's an envelope with some awards this game has won. The Wine Cellar. Oh, oh speaking of berets. Oh, oh. Mm. we parry. Oh, he's having some. He's having some vino. Mm, a gamay blanc. Oh, a, ga- a gamay blanc. A gamay blanc. Wow, science has really taken us to a new place. Yeah, well, it's skin contact. I see. So it looks like a white, but it's yeah, yeah. really a red. What are you really missing these days? What skin a- contact. Skin contact. <laughs> yeah, skin on skin contact. Well, like there's skin on my palms. Oh yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. Well, the wine cellar is the award when the the current score is higher than the retro score. Mm. It's uh, this is probably my favorite award, and I say that every time because it's so cool to me that there's a game that we didn't appreciate as kids that we appreciate more now. Yeah, I, and it says a lot about the game as a whole. Like usually, it's games like this that yes. do something a little bit more intricate, a little bit more sophisticated. That you're like, oh, I get it. I might not even be old enough now to really get it. Right? Maybe when we're 15 doing this and we're like oh okay i get it now okay that was pretty good um so what it is it's an it, this award is built for a game like this i agree and i had a ton of fun with it yeah. uh i uh i just checked there i was worried that i wasn't recording oh. but i was oh good because that would have sucked thanks for the update <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't have wanted to record that all over again with mm. you i don't think i could have faked it no I would have been pissed off. The little do the people know at home. This is our fourth time doing it. This is our fourth time doing and it. And I, I forgot to record all three times before. I think our sixth time is going to be the best. I think, our so, I think it's best. pretty good. Well, our second time playing this game was the best that we've experienced. Honestly, so. this game was pretty good. It was. It's, it's, I don't know how hard it is to find these days, but like if you can and you do like puzzle games, this is probably like you probably very played. It's Let's actually available on the Nintendo Switch online. So well, if you got access go. to that, go play it or uh, uh, go track down your old Stella view. Yeah. from Nintendo and St. Giga. Uh, the best part about that story is Nintendo did that to save St. Giga as a company. Mm-hmm. And then they uh, they pitched them on like a bailout package or like a, like a financial thing to mm-hmm. adhere to in order to save them. And St. Giga said like, no, we're not going to adopt that. And Nintendo's like, okay, fuck you then. We're not <laughs> helping you. What are you doing? And they just ditched them. So St. Giga went out of business. St. Giga went right out of business. I was afraid that you're going to be like, yeah, like they did that. And then you know, Starlink. Have you, have you heard Amazon? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, before we go, I do okay. have one more thing I want to do. Listen, we're, we're always going out there and asking you, if you're listening to this podcast and you've ever had some enjoyment out of it, read us a rating and review or leave us a rating and review yeah. on iTunes. If you listen on Spotify, you can now rate us out of five stars. All of that helps us quite a bit. We've had a, a, a good string of attention spent on us over the yeah. last few weeks between uh, a couple high profile games, uh, some good guests, yeah. and we want to keep this momentum going. Please, 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 if you haven't already, go to iTunes, leave us a rating and review, five stars, especially if you write a review, that helps us so it much, does. or tell a, tell a goddamn friend to listen. Uh, so this week, I want to read a review that we got recently. Uh, 
topic. Hold your bots. Hold your bots. Nick JB 2013. Both hosts are hilarious and super knowledgeable about the games they play and discuss. Sometimes the random tangents that they go on every episode that have nothing to do with video games at all are my favorite parts. Oh, the chemistry good. between them. Yeah. <laughs> I was afraid it was going to be like, you got to skip those. Is <laughs> incredible and really helps the show from ever coming to a stop. Except when one of them says something real ridiculous and the other needs a moment to collect themselves. <laughs> I think I know how that breaks down. I can't recommend this podcast enough, even though my favorite games are never the games they love. But it's okay, I guess. It's still definitely a must listen. Oh, thanks, Nick. That's very nice. Yeah, oh, that's, I love that's that. so sweet. Love, so, love yes. hearing that. Love knowing you're out there listening. It means the world to us. Honestly, uh, uh, rating a review, the review could just say farts. It doesn't matter. These things help a lot. So please, you know, help us out a little bit. And if, uh, get at us. At Retrograde Mikey, at Retrograde Andy. We want to talk to you online, you know. Oh, big shout out to Mikey. Oh, I ran yeah. into, I ran into a deep ad. Not this no, Mikey. No, not this yeah. Mikey. Another Mikey. I ran into a deep ad in the wild. Uh, and he said he liked the podcast and I just want a big shout out to Mikey. So that was really awesome. It was me in a trench coat. Yeah, it, was you, it was you and two, tre- you, two of yous in a trench coat. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. We love every single one of you. We can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin and with me as always is the bad boy of podcasting. Mikey. Mr. Bebop himself. Are you okay? No. I'm Mario. still reeling. <laughs> I'm still reeling from the loss. Mikey Aaronworth. This is the Retrograde Podcast. Game over. I was good. Thank you. Mario. Thank you so much for listening to the Retrograde Podcast. We look forward to recording this podcast all week long, and we hope you guys look forward to listening to it. You know how we got into retro video game podcasting for the money and the babes? We're really in it for the ratings and reviews. Money is ratings. Reviews are babes. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you enjoy podcasts. For any business inquiries, you can always email the Retrograde Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Retrograde Pod. And you can find Andrew on Twitter at Retrograde Andy. And then Mikey at Retrograde Mikey. Instagram at The Retrograde Podcast. And remember, Find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash the retrograde podcast for all of your non-essential but very much enjoyable content. We don't ask that you give us much, apart from joining our Patreon. But what we do ask is that you join this community that we've grown. Also, give us some of your blood. (laughs) I want some of your hair in a bag. Thanks for listening. From your two dads. (laughs) Furnished by... Sad Styles Productions. I don't want to do a classic Mikey thing, but I won, and now I'm like, you know what? This game's not so bad. (laughs)